Welcome to a Family Faith Formation Podcast, produced by St. Joseph Catholic Community as an aid to help families in their role as the primary teachers of the Catholic faith to their children. Each of the podcasts in this series will include shared experiences with a focus on a specific core practice. It is hoped that the information that is shared will supplement the ideas that parents are already using to share their own faith with their children. Our hosts for this Family Faith Formation podcast series are Al and Linda Grassley. Hi, we're Al and Linda Grassley from Married and Family Living with the Grassleys and WSJF. And this is the second of a five-part series on family faith formation. This is core practice number two, which is what? What is it, Linda? It's family prayer and devotion. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. So good. the last core practice we talked about was family faith conversations. And um, with the devotional life, we distilled it down to five things in this core practice. Okay. But this is two. Family prayer and devotions. Are those the same thing, Linda? <laughs> oh, prayer and devotions? Yes. Well, well, we'll talk through it. Yeah, okay. there's some differences, I guess. All right. Sure. So uh, one, the five things in the devotional life, uh, one thing is public worship. Public worship. That's what we do every Sunday. Week, every yes, Sunday we, we or Saturday to... night, right? Yep, or Saturday night. And holy days, just you know, getting our families to mass. It's uh, been really fun to see so many young families at church. And, you know, we always try and um, introduce ourselves to them and let them know that we're happy to see them there. And Absolutely. Um, we're the old couple now. We're the old couple because yeah. we can remember 19 years ago with our little child and then uh, our second child coming along and we remember how hard that was it was hard it's yeah. hard just getting uh getting the kids to the to the church for sure so yep. in this one i noticed you didn't put down but um uh, holy days of obligation mm-hmm. and special masses uh really some of our kids really enjoyed those i remember one we went to a, a nighttime mass and the church was dark and yeah one of our kids was like oh it was so cool so um you know i know it takes a lot to get the young families to the public worship space, but sometimes it'll make a lasting impression on the on the young ones. Like, wow, that was cool. I want to do that again. So right, and it becomes the norm of your family. Yeah, kids like uh, habits and structures. Right. So getting the habit and structure of it. I think we've talked about before. Um, also, you know, making some practice time for that. You know, we have that sweet chapel. Um, families, if you're, I mean, right now we're not in the worship space, but once that's repaired. Um, the Narthex is a place you can take your kids if they're a little rambunctious, you know. Yeah, because, Most people are patient with that. But if you're just feeling uncomfortable, you can pull them in the back for a moment, get them yep. a drink of water or whatever, and then come back in. Sometimes I like to take a little nap during the service. So oh. if the kids are a little too loud, you should take them in the back there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, well. So, uh, but there's other events um, in the church or activities that are going on. We have this the third Friday together in prayer. Right. And that's a really peaceful time. The church is, you know, calm and and calm, so um, quiet. So maybe your older children should go with you to those. It's just yeah. once a month. And, there's... and you can bribe them. It's like, look, we go here, <laughs> then we get pizza. Or if we go here, if it's really late, hey, we're going to pick up some ice cream on the way home. Right. Like right. that's what we used to do. Yep. Um, 
So that was the first one is public worship. Then the uh, there's five pillars in this one. And then what's yeah, the well, next one? I just want to, in public worship, let's just add these other two, rosary. Oh. There's a couple of rosaries going on in the chapel. So check those out um, Tuesday night and adoration anytime. You know, even your young kids, you shouldn't be afraid to take them into the adoration chapel and show them reverence. And, yes. um, you know, even if it lasts five, 10 minutes, that's practicing for them to be in the church where, you know, it's like your second home. Yeah, if there's really young kids, you could try to have them find the spaceship up on the roof. Yeah, in look the, up into uh, the heavens of the chapel, yeah. which is really, really neat. It is kind of cool. And just point out different things on the altar. And then if they start wiggling, then, you know, it's it's an adoration chapel. Jesus is there. So, you know, we got to keep it reverent. But it's great practice for young families. Absolutely. Um, so the second, the second thing. Second we one is about. Bible reading and mm-hmm. study. And study. So we've always done like a devotional, right at bedtime. Yes, I mean mm-hmm. we've tried to do that. We've tried to keep that up. I mean right. we we probably do it maybe uh, five nights out of the week. That's some... pretty good. That's a good week, right? Sometimes I tell the kids read it yourself. I'm so <laughs> mad at them. Read your, read it yourself and then turn the light off and go yeah, well, to bed. If it's one of those days, <laughs> they can do it on their own. Yes. But it's really it is nice when they're really young to have that time to read a little scripture and a reflection and apply it to your your day yes or maybe the day you're going to have the next day right and then uh, we always do well we we talk a little bit about the homily after mass when Mm -hmm. we were going as a family what did you get out of that what did you get out just to just to kind of uh spur them on thinking about hey what's going on here with the homily right and thinking well the homily and and the readings you know, the scripture that's there. And then at the dinner table, you know, you always have your your grace and you can add prayers if there's special intentions for your family, your kids, friends, something at school. Just make that part of your routine. Yeah, I guess uh, I should probably do that a little bit better. But that's probably a good idea. How was your day? How was your day? That's your what my day? dad used to always what say. What kind of day did you have? What was the best thing that happened? What was the worst thing that happened? The worst thing that happened <laughs> was this meal that... Your mom made. That's what oh, happened. Oh, terrible. <laughs> You're terrible. So. You're making dinner tomorrow night There for you that go. One. There you go. But um, um, so I, I skipped ahead. So the third one is daily routine prayer. So we have our table grace. You know, most people do the bless, our, um, bless us, O Lord. Our family, we have your family's tradition. Yeah, my mother kid. loved that loved that prayer. And we started saying that every every yeah. night after at dinner with my mother so so it might be different than somebody else's which is really wonderful because it's a special tradition for your family but you also have to be prepared for when you go to somebody else's house your kids be like what 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 is this what grace is this this ain't grace right so but uh, yeah make it your own yeah and then we usually try to uh since i'm still in the basement we usually try to have uh, a huddle before we go he's talking about work not regularly yeah (laughs) Uh, we try to have a huddle before we leave the house Monday through Friday during the school day and just say a quick blessing. Uh, I usually take over that, but you know, if, uh, your kid is feeling kind of rambunctious or something, let him take it over or mm-hmm. her, I should yeah, say. Yeah. And they should be able to add on to those add prayers. To, you know, if you get a prayerful kid, they might, they might ask you to pray for something that's going on at school. But, um, again, it's just kind of a habit, right? It's right. A kind of a routine. It's like going to church every Sunday. It's like, hey, we're huddling up. I mean, obviously, some days we can't make it because yeah, somebody something. woke up late or right. something's going on. The coffee's not ready yet. <laughs> something. 
but uh, just just try to get in the habit if you do it uh, most of the time. Right. Bedtime routine is another thing. We already talked about devotionals. Um, but, you know, you always end with a bedtime prayer and talk about things that are needed for that day or that season. Yeah, if you don't, if you can't get your kid to talk right before dinner about his day, right before he goes to bed. <laughs> when the, they're tired. Yeah, when they're tired. Vulnerable. And, and then a threat of, you know, just pounding them into the bed if they don't. A little wrestling <laughs> Yeah, there's match. always wrestling yes, at the exactly. end of the prayer. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, gosh. Well, number four is uh, blessings. Um, when I was in college, I had a, a dear friend, still a dear friend that was a devout Catholic. And I learned from her that her parents would do a blessing over each child. And she did that with her children. So I kind of created our own that when my kids would leave the house, I'd always uh, cross on their forehead and say, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and may he grant you peace. Amen. Before they walk out the door. Yeah. That's kind of your thing. I don't, I don't think I've ever done that to either one of the kids. So, but yeah, well, Mary Grace taught me that. And even my daughter, who doesn't live with us now, every once in a while, I'll text the symbols that mean that blessing. Yeah, that's cool. That's a good way so, to stay connected. Right. For sure. And then the other one is private prayer at any time of the day or night. Right. Encourage so, your kids to do so. This is hard to do because I don't really do my private prayer. I'm not too well at that. I'm not too good at that, Linda. Too good at that. Yeah. So yeah. it's hard. Well, we have to model it. Yes. But it is hard if it's not in your daily life. Right. It is kind of hard. Uh, usually usually when I do private prayer is when no one's around. Right. Because it's private. So they're not seeing. Yeah. yeah seeing uh, you know, it's usually during lunch after I eat or something like that. I'll sit down and read a devotional and just think about it. We always say to each other, though, if, if we know someone is struggling or there's somebody that's ill, usually at the dinner table, um, we say, hey, you know, I just heard that so-and-so is sick and is need in prayer. Please add that to your prayers so that your kids recognize that we can pray for our own needs, but we're going to be praying for other people as well. And another thing a friend of mine once said, which is really hard for a lot of people, I know it is for me, and I rarely do it once in a while I do if the moment moves me, but if someone says that they're having difficulty or, hey, please pray for me, do it immediately with them. Yeah. Really is meaningful. I, I asked uh, somebody had asked me about something, and I said, "Oh, you know, it's really rough. This situation is going on." And they immediately huddled around me, and and her daughter happened to be with her. It was so sweet, and she just prayed over me. And it just, I don't know. Sometimes nice. we forget to pray for the people, and if you have the courage or the moment is right, that's another time that you can pray, even if you have your kids with you. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good example. All right. So these are all occasions that you can pray and show devotion to our God. Well, let's wrap it up. We've got public worship, Bible reading and study, daily routine prayers, blessing over your children, and private prayer. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah. All right. It's good. And just keep pushing it into your daily life so your kids, you're modeling that for your kids and their faith. So we hope this was helpful for you. Thanks to Al and Linda Grassley and our Family Faith Formation team at St. Joseph Catholic Community for the production of this podcast series. Look for other podcasts in the series wherever you listen to podcasts you enjoy.